And good morning, this is Brian Nuttall. This edition of The Experts is presented by Meridian Hearing. Technology has advanced in leaps and bounds when it comes to audiology. Never before has such precision in hearing devices been delivered to Londoners. Meridian Hearing offers the best hearing aids and hearing loss solutions, and they've helped tens of thousands of people just like you to hear clearly again. Prevention is key. Technology awaits. And wait till you hear some of the exciting advancements in technology on our show today. Meridian Hearing performs more hearing aid consultations than any other hearing clinic in London. And Brian Field is the doctor of audiology and the owner and director of Meridian Hearing, where your knowledge and experiences come over 35 years, Brian. Yeah, it seems like a terrible number <laughs> when we think about it. Yeah, I um, opened the doors of Meridian Hearing in November the 4th, 1984. Uh, so it's been going on a long time. And previous to that, I worked at St. Joseph's Hospital for a few years. And uh, so I've been doing this for a long time. I've seen the changes in technology happen over that, those years. And one of the, what I think is my most important job is to keep on top of what technology is out there. Who's making bells and whistles that don't really add uh, value and who's producing products that are, are really make a change in people's lives. And that's, that's what we do is we keep on top of that and we pick and choose from the different manufacturers to uh, find products that are the best uh, for our patients' needs. Let's bring it back to the very basics for a moment. Hearing loss develops slowly and most don't even realize it's happening. For the most part, that's correct. The aging process, uh, damage from noise which are the two biggest factors when it comes to hearing loss, both happen gradually. Um, and it's, it's, you're right, we, we, we forget the way we heard uh, yesterday and the way we heard a year ago when it happens gradually. And so we begin to blame not hearing well on other factors. The new TVs aren't as good as the old TVs. Children, uh, mum, or children talk too quickly and t- teenagers mumble. Uh, we come up with all these reasons why we're not hearing well, but the thing that's changing is us. Um, uh, people talk, most people talk in a way that most other people can understand them. And if you're <laughs> if having following uh, trouble following what people are saying, it's not them for the most part. Like how you mentioned on the website, missing out on the sounds of life. Exactly. Um, hearing is the, the, the main sense that keeps us connected with the people uh, and friends and family around us. Uh, keeping track of the, the local family uh, news and gossip. Uh, if you can't follow the conversation, uh, you're left out. You're, you're isolated. And we don't want uh, gradual change in hearing to lead to isolation because so many other things can develop out of that isolation from anxiety and depression. Uh, Maybe you're afraid to answer your phone because you don't know, you're afraid that uh, you can't hear well. You may be taken advantage of by somebody on the phone. And so you start, you know, it's not talking on the phone anymore. And family members, and that's a good symptom to be watching if you're a family member and you have grandpa or grandma or your aunt or your uncle or your mom or your dad, and they just loved life and they stirred it up every day and all of a sudden now they've changed. Yeah, that's really something to watch for is them withdrawing from doing the things that they used to love to do, maybe stopping to go and play bridge or stopping going to a book club that they are involved in. And the reason may be because they were having trouble hearing bids or hearing the conversation and so they, they start with drawing from those things. The other things for family to watch for are things like, you know, when I'm facing mom, she hears what I'm saying. But if I speak facing away from her or as I'm walking away, she's asking me to repeat or she gets the wrong message. Um, and, and that's a classic sign of, uh, of, a, of a hearing loss. Why miss out on these audiobooks that are becoming increasingly popular? 
audiobooks are great. You know, mm-hmm. if we're if we have other issues in terms of our vision, being able to enjoy an audiobook um, is is a wonderful uh, um, thing for people to enjoy. And not just if you have trouble uh, with your vision, but maybe you can be doing something else while you're listening to a book. Uh, you can multitask. Now, there are varying degrees of hearing loss, and this addresses the the tailored, customized service that Meridian Hearing provides. Yeah, that, exactly. Um, choosing the right hearing aid is very dependent on the degree and nature of the hearing loss. Uh, some people um, ha- hear the low bass tones well and have just lost their hearing in the high pitches. We have a particular type or style of hearing aid that best fits that type of hearing loss. Other people where their hearing loss may involve the lower bass tones as well will do better with another style of hearing aid. So picking a hearing aid isn't a matter of just the one that, um, you know, my friends have this one and that's I want that. That may not be the most appropriate device. And so our job is to do a thorough analysis of your hearing and then present to you the options in terms of what style is going to work best. But we also have to tailor that with what is the best for you from a, a physical manipulation standpoint? Do you have trouble with fine dexterity with your with your fingers? Can you handle a hearing aid with a battery door that mm-hmm. size? So we have to look at physical limitations. We have to look at the hearing loss. We have to look at um, people's needs. Um, maybe you're a mechanic and you're rolling underneath a car uh, and we need something that's not going to fall off your ear. So we've got to deal with all of those factors. One's lifestyle too, right? So the interests that they have in life, there are uh, better aids – that will tailor to that. Exactly. Um, one of the things that uh, a lot of people um, find with hearing aids is that if they're an outdoors person, they like to walk for a, they go for a three kilometer walk every day, but the wind makes noise. Uh, when, when wind blows past a microphone, it makes a turbulent sound. Uh, there are certain devices that are much better at controlling wind noise than others. So that's one of the questions we ask and one of the things we try to find out about the person's lifestyle so we can tailor the device that we use and the way it's set up and programmed uh, for their individual needs. You've mentioned some of the symptoms. Talk about age and who should be coming to Meridian Hearing for the first time. Great question. Um, what The message we've been trying to get out to family physicians is when when your patients hit 50, make it part of that medical that year. Um, you know, you're going to send them to have this test done and this test done. Make hearing a part of that. Most of them are still going to have normal hearing at that point, but some will either have hearing loss already or be showing the signs of it coming. And then once we know that, we can plan an appropriate uh, time frame to have them come back. It might be, okay, you've got a little bit of hearing loss there. We're going to see you back in two years to monitor that. But that way we can we can plant the seeds and get it started as opposed to people obliviously going on and not recognizing what's going what's happening. Coming up next, we'll talk about the assessment. What does it include? Keep in mind that Meridian Hearing is all service, industrial testing, testing for pilots. They have required hearing screenings, uh, swimming plugs, hearing protection, music plugs, assistive listening devices, hearing aid repair, earwax removal, all at any one of the Meridian Hearing locations, and you'll find them just about everywhere in Byron, London Central, London North, also in Sarnia, Strathroy, Lucan, and now in Stratford. With Brian and Brian. Brian Nuttall, Brian Field, audiologist with Meridian Hearing. He's the director of audiology, owner and director, and has 35-plus years in experience. Keep that in mind when you make the call to Meridian Hearing. Here's the number to call toll-free, 1-800-649-0766. That's...
1-800-649-0766. Now, I had the pleasure of having an assessment done, and although it didn't take very long, it was very in-depth. It, every patient that we see gets a full assessment. Um, it's uh, and and what we what we assess really we're led by what we find. So uh, if uh, a certain result leads us in a certain direction, we'll do another uh, a test to try to uh, establish exactly what's going on. But uh, you're right; uh, nobody ever leaves our office without having a full understanding of what's going on with their hearing, why it's there, and what we need to do about it. Clearly explaining what the hearing capabilities are. I think that's really important. Um, it's so often uh, people will come in and. One of my questions on my history form is, have you ever had your hearing assessed before? And they may say, yes, it was five years ago. And often my question is, well, what did they tell you about your hearing loss? Well, I'm not really sure. Um, and that's, that's always sad to me when people have come away from an appointment and not really knowing what's going on. So we make sure when they leave our door that they know exactly what we've found and what our plan of action is. To that uh, questionnaire, uh, far too many haven't had that hearing done. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's really important to have your hearing assessed. There's, there's so much evidence uh, coming in in the last few years about the ramifications of even mild hearing loss to our lifespan, our cognitive uh, integrity. Um, all those things can decline so quickly when we're not hearing well because of some of the things we talked about already, the social isolation that comes by, depression that may be associated with that, and there's actually good evidence to show that the unstimulated brain actually starts to alter its, its architecture, and so it doesn't work as well. And so we have things like cognitive decline and, and uh, dementia that are strongly associated with not hearing well. Your uh, business and our topics on this show connect beautifully to the many healthcare topics that we've carried on AM980's Experts, where some people say, oh, it's just a pain, it's that arthritis, and I should expect it because I'm getting old. That's precisely. Uh, and so often people will say, well, is it normal for my age? That's, a, that's sort of a loaded question. Do many people your age have that degree of hearing loss? Absolutely. Is it normal? No, it's not. Um, and you're not hearing the way that you used to hear, and we can fix that. We can, make, we can improve that. We'll never give you back the hearing that you had 30 years ago, but we can allow you to enjoy life much more by, by uh, a, you know, a very simple uh, process. Let's talk technology just for a moment for that senior who may be 65 and there is a degradation in hearing, but what wonderful technology will bring the sounds of life back? Yeah, there's some, some, some wonderful changes over the last few years. One of the things I, I always tell people now, all hearing aids now are digital devices. Uh, you couldn't find an analog hearing aid if you looked for it. What that means is that uh, when the signal comes in through the microphone, it's digitized. It's turned into computer language, and inside every hearing aid is a little computer. It manipulates the signal to enhance speech and reduce noise and detect whether what kind of environment you're in and then turns it back into a sound in your ear. But it has to do that manipulation really quickly. Uh, if it took time, if there was a delay, people's lips would be out of sync with what you're hearing. So that we've only got a two or three millisecond window. So the thing that, that is, distinguishes one hearing aid from the next is how fast that processor is. The faster the processor, the more digital signal processing can be done, uh, the better that hearing aid can 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 work for you. So you have a broad spectrum of aids and you tailor it and you customize those aids to the individual based on the assessment and based on their questionnaire. But that broad spectrum is that tailor-made, more basic device to something that may be assistive in a beautiful concert hall. Yeah, uh, there's, uh, there's some great technology available. Most hearing aids now, uh, because of their uh, the computer that's in them, we can have 
what we call different programs. That means that the hearing aid can be set in discrete different settings. And so uh, with your little remote control that all hearing aids have, you can touch a button and switch it to a setting that's designed for the theater or for music where we change the way it's functioning to be better for that type of location. You have a great alliance with practitioners out there, but talk to the doctors who may be less inclined to want to make a referral to Meridian Hearing. That's a great question. I think part of it is... um, Physicians just don't think about hearing. It's not something that's high on their radar. Um, and that's a message we try to get out there is say, it's important to have an assessment done. Even if it's normal, now we know. And that's a baseline that we can use for the future. But if there is hearing loss there, uh, we can start to deal with it. We can start to plant that seed uh, that, uh, you know, in, you're right now you don't need hearing aids, but within a couple of years you will, and let's plan to see you back. Everybody that walks out of our door doesn't leave with with hearing aids. Uh, Many people have normal hearing or just a mild loss and where we're going to counsel them about what to expect and what to do in the future. We mentioned that Meridian Hearing is all over our big backyard in the AM 980 backyard, but you are on the road a lot. You travel to each of these clinics. I do. I get to every clinic. And so I I keep a a busy schedule of traveling around so that every uh, patient has uh, has a thorough assessment and uh, their their needs are are gathered and and assessed and made use of. We want to make sure that every patient that comes through our offices, whether it's in Stratford or whether it's in Sarnia or London, uh, gets the same experience, uh, that that they're cared for, their needs are assessed, and we also want to look at the outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really important. Uh, whenever we uh, uh, fit people with hearing aids, part of that process is having them back after the fitting to find out what's working, what's not working, making adjustments and fine tunings until we get everything precisely the way we want it to be. And you strongly encourage that. It's it's part of our process. It's not that it's encouraged. We we force you to do it. Mm, okay. um, and it, when we fit uh, fit hearing aids, uh, two days later, people will have a phone call to find out how you're doing. Uh, but the, an appointment has already been set to see you back in two weeks. And the reason we leave it a, a bit of time is we want you to have experienced different environments. Maybe you've been to church or you've been out to a restaurant or to a family gathering. That allows you to have had some experiences that we can find out how did you do in those situations and then adjust the hearing aids to account for that. It all begins with a free complimentary hearing assessment. And here's the toll-free number to get that started. 1-800-649-0766. That's 1-800-649-0766. And also look for Meridian Hearing on the web at meridianhearing.com. And good morning. This is Brian Nuttall. Thanks for being a part of our expert show presented by Meridian Hearing. Brian Field is uh, here and perhaps you're experiencing hearing loss and perhaps you're not even aware of it. It's time to be proactive, right, Brian? It's it's time to, to make the call, get the hearing assessment and don't allow the degradation to continue. That's right. Uh, call. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, it, it takes, well, as you know, it's, it's not a long process. Uh, we'll do a, a full assessment, find out what's going on. If all's well, that's great. Now we have a baseline we can use for the future. But if there is some hearing loss there, we can start the process uh, of, of dealing with it. And the thing to pay in, uh, a lot of attention to is think about what your family is telling you. So often people will come in and say, well, I don't think I'm having any trouble hearing, but my wife has been complaining for years that I, I'm not hearing. Or they'll say, well, I have selective hearing. That's a classic line that people use. Um, Yes, selective hearing is important. We need to be able to choose what we listen to and what we don't. But typically when people say that uh, in reference to their spouse, it's because they're not hearing well. What may be some of the unique telltale signs when it comes to a child? 
With a child, again, the same things, almost the same things uh, that a child will respond and, um, and understand what you're saying when you're face-to-face. But if you speak behind them or from another room, that they either don't respond at all or they, they um, aren't sure what you've said. Or if, with children, things like moving closer to the TV. If you've said, well, you can only have it this loud, then they may move closer uh, because they're having trouble hearing it. Um, and, of course, with young children, one of the things we're looking for is delayed speech and language development. That's one of the first signs. Children and our involvement with children has changed over the years. Uh, back in 2000, Ontario brought in a universal hearing screening program. So all newborns in Ontario have their hearing screened uh, before they leave the hospital, ideally, but if not, within the first few weeks of life. And um, so most children with uh, with a congenital or uh, a genetic hearing loss are picked up at that time. Uh, but what we tend to see are children when they're two years old or so, um, and they're there because their speech and language has been slow in developing, and their physician and their family is concerned, and they want to make sure that hearing is not a contributing factor to that. And so that's when we tend to see children at this point. Let's talk about just a little bit older than that, though, the five- and six-year-olds. First and foremost, you're a dad. You take care of the kids when they come in? Yep. Yeah. I'm, you know what? I love seeing t- children. And part of Part of uh, dealing with children, even from two-year-olds to five-year-olds to six-year-olds, it's a it's a strange uh, situation for them. But I I make them the focus of my uh, attention. So when I go to the waiting room, I'll say, uh, "Who's Who's Joey?" And a little child might put their hand up or say, "Me." And I say, "And who did you bring with you today?" My mom. Well, br- you bring your mom back here. So I make them the focus of attention, not their parents. I ask them questions because I'm trying to build an instant rapport with that child so that I can um, have them do the things I need to do to allow me to assess their hearing in a friendly way that they find is fun and happy. And non-clinical. Non-clinical, absolutely. I talk about, you know, I know about SpongeBob SquarePants and I know about uh, Paw Patrol. I keep on top of what's what's important to kids and if they've got a t-shirt on with Spider-Man on it or Batman, I ask them, who's that on your shirt and what kind of shoes are those? Because that's the thing that you can use to, to build rapport. Plus, I get to listen to their speech and language when I do that. So I can, I'm already assessing their hearing as I'm busy talking to them. I'm glad I asked that question because mom and dad are getting some pushback and it might not be what they want to do on the tour, the, the trip, to see Brian and Meridian hearing, but it's so vitally important that they make that visit. It is. Uh, we, don't, we don't want to miss a child with hearing loss. Um, you know, 90% of the time when I see a child uh, because of delayed speech and language, their hearing is fine. That's not the issue. And then they're, they're involved with a speech-language pathologist through the Tyke Talk program or uh, through the school speech-language pathologist. But we, we need to know. We need to know uh, whether there's hearing loss there because if there is, we need to deal with that. Much more ahead, including what may be covered when you make that visit to Meridian Hearing. You'll find them online at meridianhearing.com, and you can book now for a free hearing assessment. It's vital that you do so. And here's that toll-free number to get it going, 1-800-649-0766. Much more ahead on AM 980's Experts for Meridian Hearing Centre. With Brian Nuttall and Brian Field. This edition of The Experts is presented by Meridian Hearing. Technology has so advanced, leaps and bounds when it comes to audiology. Never before has such precision in hearing devices been delivered to Londoners. We're going to talk in this next segment about the makers or the manufacturers of your hearing aids, Brian. And while you have current faves, you're not tied to one manufacturer. That's absolutely right. We're not tied to any particular manufacturer. We can pick and choose from among uh, the, the products that are available worldwide. Um, and so if there's a particular niche area that we need something for a patient, 
we we can get that. We're not bound by by anybody's uh, expectations for what we need to use, and so it gives us tremendous flexibility uh, to be able to use the best product for that patient. And that's a significant advantage to coming to Meridian here. It is, uh, and that's one of the things people should be cautious about. There are uh, clinics in the city that are owned by hearing aid manufacturers, where it's actually their retail outlet. And um, so that you tend to get only their products there. Um, and that's something you want to be cautious going in, that, that you know that, uh, that that's there. Um, and um, then there are other clinics that are part of, of, a, of a, an audiology buying group where uh, they've uh, contracted out with a, a company that, uh, that sort of provides hearing aids and they can pick and choose from two or three different manufacturers. And that's what they have to do, the, uh, what, what they have to work with. So we have tremendous flexibility when it comes to that. Hearing aids, um, there are only a few big manufacturers of hearing aids in the world. There are two in, in Switzerland. Uh, y- uh, Widex and um, Phonak. And we thought they were only famous for watches. Yeah, only for watches. Two, two big hearing aid companies there. Uh, Denmark has two, uh, GN Resound and Oticon. Germany has one, uh, Siemens, which they've changed their name to Savantos, but it's still Siemens. Mm-hmm. And then in the U.S., Starkey. Uh, and th- th- that's it. Um, other than, Now, each of them have several different model names and numbers underneath them. Uh, but those are the main manufacturers. And because you're a passionate audiologist, you're always looking for what's next and new. Absolutely. I make it part of my job is to find out who's building what, who's bringing a new product out that actually has advantages and benefits for my patients or who's building something where they've just sort of given it a new name, uh, but it's the same old uh, technology. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we mentioned this little segment here talking about not tied to a manufacturer because that speaks to what we discussed in the first half hour. And if you missed it, you can go to the AM980 website and click on the experts link and there you'll have our show in a podcast form, that tailored customized service that's so critically important and not served everywhere. Yeah, it's you're absolutely right and it's and it is critical. And and we see it all the time where you know people come in and they've got they've had hearing aids for a few years but they've never found them terribly helpful and we we look at what they have and think, you know, this really wasn't the right product for you in the beginning. And, and no wonder you haven't had the experience that you would have expected to have. Um, and part of that is um, certain types of hearing aids are sort of off-the-shelf products that you can just quickly fit. Uh, and that's not always the right product for people. And so often we see they've been modified or stretched or, or tried to make that device uh, suitable for that hearing loss. But it was really never the right product in the first place. Mm-hmm. When it comes to coverage for adults, what may be available to them? Um, well, with hearing aids, um, and, and uh, the government of Ontario provides some assistance with the cost of hearing aids. Um, everybody in the province gets that, from as young as you get to as old as you get. Um, and the government provides that grant. It's a fixed grant. It's $500 per year, so $1,000 for a pair of hearing aids. So it's a very good help that the government provides. But as well, one of the things we'll check in our history when we talk to you, do you have military service? Well, if you've had military service, then we can uh, put you in touch with Veteran Affairs, and there's a possibility of having coverage for hearing aids through Veteran Affairs. And if they decide yes, they pay for everything. Uh, same with workers' compensation. If you've uh, worked at the Ford plant for 30 years, uh, in, and, and now you haven't worked there for a few years. Mm-hmm. It's um, gone. It's, it's completely gone. It's gone. completely gone. Yeah, it's a flat ground. Sad. Um, but, uh, or in a, in, you know, in a shop, in a plant, um, and you've had noise exposure in your workplace, if we see that pattern of hearing loss associated with noise damage, then we'll recommend putting in a claim to WSIB and we'll actually help you do that. And uh, once you, they, if they determine, yes, this was a result of workplace noise, 
they pay for everything as well. So uh, we're always looking for ways that we can help uh, people with the funding of their hearing aids. A lot of people are going to be heading to the aquatic center soon uh, because of the weather. It gets colder. The outdoor pools are getting closed. and Swimming is a very, very popular sport here in London. You offer up swimming plugs. But before we talk about what's available at Meridian Hearing, talk about how swimming can impact hearing. For most people, it's not an issue at all. Uh, most people's ears can let water come in and water goes out and it's not an issue for them. But some people are prone to what's called a swimmer's ear or an external otitis. So they tend to, for whatever the shape of the anatomical shape of their ear canal makes the water uh, collect down there and they develop infection. And particularly if it's if it's not pool water, if it's lake water and there's bacteria in the water, people can be prone to that. So for people who have an issue with that, um, there certainly are uh, devices available to keep the water out. And we, you know... What you often can buy at the drugstore, those little silicone uh, gummy things that you stuff in your ear. I can tell you're not a fan. I'm not a fan. Well, partly because I've seen people come in with some of it stuck down in their ear canal. When they pull it out, it doesn't all come out. That's part of what you need to do is clean up the problem. And I'm busy pulling that stuff out of there. Uh, So we much prefer to see people use a custom device where we actually take an impression of their ear. It's sent away. uh, An ear mold is made that fits their ear so it gives the proper protection. This may not be an easy uh, question to answer, but I'm going to try anyway. And it, again, it speaks to customized and tailoring. But in, in a percentage or whatever uh, uh, rate you, you assess someone's hearing, how much improvement can one enjoy? Tremendous improvement, I guess, is the answer. Okay. And, you know, people always ask me, well, what percentage hearing loss do I have? Percentage is a term we try to never use, uh, and if someone told, tells you you've got a 50% hearing loss, um, typically that's coming from someone who doesn't understand hearing very well. And the reason is um, there can be so many different types of hearing loss. You may have a hearing loss where in the low bass tones, you hear perfectly well. So when people speak, you hear the vowel sounds, the oohs and ahs just fine, but you're hearing slopes off in the high pitches, so the consonant sounds like s, sh, k, ch, you don't hear those very well. So in certain situations, face-to-face, one-on-one situations, you hear every word. And so in there I could say, well, you've, you've still got 100% hearing. And yet if people turn away from you and those high pitches uh, are faced the other direction, they tend to be very directional, all of a sudden you hear people speaking, but you can't understand what they're saying. And uh, But it's, it, you can't really put a number on that. Now, Sometimes we're forced to put a number on for programs like workers' compensation or veteran affairs, and they look at an average of your hearing at certain frequencies, and they call that a 40-decibel hearing loss or a 30-decibel hearing loss. But on a regular assessment, you won't go there. I will never tell people you've got X percent hearing loss because it's so dependent on the situation. If my voice is loud enough you hear everything. If my voice isn't loud enough, you don't hear anything. So that's why it's it's important to explain to people, this is why you're experiencing what you're experiencing. And in fact, after I've done an assessment, I never say to somebody, look at this graph, this is your hearing loss. I always say, here's what I'd expect you to be experiencing based on what I've measured. And I will describe what I expect and they'll say, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. And then I say, and this is why. And then I show them the results. Detail, number one, and that's detail you'll get. Speaking of that, we'll talk about the assessment and the mechanics of the assessment. What can you expect when you make your first trip to Meridian Hearing when Brian Field, the Doctor of Audiology, owner and director of Meridian Hearing, because knowledge and experience counts. And we have, we're talking here about a business with over 35 years of experience here in the greater London area. You'll find them online at meridianhearing.com and you can book your free complimentary hearing assessment now at 1-800-649-0766.
Presented by Meridian Hearing Center, and they are all over our neighborhood. They're in Byron, London West, also London Central and Wortley Village, London North at Beaverbrook, and also in Sarnia, Strathroy, Lucan, and now very happy to be in the beautiful town of Stratford. Absolutely. We're loving being there. Yeah, and I'm sure they're happy to have you there as well, and you venture over to Stratford because you do your best in the course of a very busy week to get to each and one of these centers. I do indeed. Yeah. Uh, yep. Let's talk about the mechanics, the assessment. I, I found it a very enjoyable experience. Uh, talk about the mechanics of it and what one goes through when you get to that assessment stage. Okay. The um, Well, as you know, the first thing we do is uh, welcome you when you walk in the door. You'll be greeted by uh, someone with a smiley, friendly face uh, who will be expecting you. Uh, we, we have a little history form we ask you to fill out, and that gives us information about you. Um, what kind of work you've done over the years, whether you've had ear infections or ear surgeries in the past. We, we want to get that information. And then when I see you, um, that will guide me in terms of my questions. You may say I've written down there, one of the questions is about, do you have ringing in your ears? Do you have tinnitus? Well, I'll ask about that. When did that begin? So it helps us to and guides us in taking your history. But getting a, a detailed history is important because that's, and you know, to, to be truthful, I'm actually using that as part of my hearing test. If when I'm asking the person questions, they misinterpret my question or they have to ask me to repeat a question, I'm already getting an idea about whether there's hearing loss present. Um, and uh, we also, family members are often there. and we, we encourage a family member to come in, either a spouse or a, a daughter or son. Um, and you have specific questions that you pose to them. We do. Absolutely specific questions that help guide me um, uh, in, because so often people don't really believe their family when they not come forth, in there. Not forthcoming. And you know what? I had a, a great quote the other day. A guy came in and his word was, I'm not in denial. I just don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought how, how true that is for so many people. They're there because their family has said, go do something, but they really don't think they're having a problem. They think it's their family. When they um, first get that pose to them, act now. Yeah. Because many have... Well, a few years ago, I was first told about this, and okay, they finally corralled me into coming to see Brian at Meridian yeah. Hearing Center. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we, we, we approach that very cautiously uh, because uh, we recognize that they may be there under duress. So we, we do that history form and then um, uh, the questions, and then we take them in to do the assessment. And so just like you experienced uh, simple instructions, you're going to hear some little beeping tones in your ears. Whenever you hear one, raise your hand to let me know that you've heard it, even if you just hear it the tiniest amount. And then they'll hear a series of tones, low bass tones, high-pitched tones, where we're plotting the quietest sounds that they can hear. Another important assessment that we do is um, uh, checking how clearly they hear. So once we've established their hearing thresholds, we're looking at once, if I present words to you, can you hear them clearly and repeat them back to me? One of the other things, the very first thing we do, too, is look in people's ears. Um, if there's a blockage of wax in there, then we want to remove that wax. And that's something that, that we do as well uh, so that we can then do a proper assessment because the last thing we want is to say, oh, boy, you've got a significant hearing loss, but we never looked in their ear and, and they've got, uh, they have wax in there because terrible as that is, we see that uh, sometimes. People will come in and they've been told they've got a problem and I look in there and they've got impacted wax. We remove the wax and lo and behold, uh, that was the issue. For Apparently them. I have a very, I think it's the left ear especially, I have an interesting little curve, a little little turn there and it collects. Yeah. Everybody's ears are different shapes. Um, they're purposely curved. Um, you know, the... Uh, uh, the, that was a good thing. It's always a good thing. Yeah. The, the curvature, the idea behind that is it, it helps things from poking in your ear. If you're walking through the bush, a, right. a twig won't poke you in the ear. But it does make wax collect sometimes, and that's something that we have to deal with with some people. We want to look in the ear, make sure that's all healthy. 
assess the hearing, uh, check clarity of hearing, um, and uh, then we, re- re- result, we report the results. And as I said before, I'm not going to come back and say, look at this chart. This is where your hearing loss. What I'm going to say is here's what I would expect. I would expect that if people are speaking face-to-face with you in a quiet setting like we are right now, you'll hear every word that I say. But if people turn away from you or speak as they're walking out the door from another room, you'll hear them speaking but not be sure what they've said, and they'll be nodding their heads and say, yeah, that's right. And they haven't recognized that, that that's hearing loss. They think mm-hmm. that that's just the way the world is. And so we can say, you know what? We can fix that. We can improve that. We can allow you to hear at family gatherings. We can allow you to hear your spouse when they, they're walking down the hallway away from you. And it can be you know, a, a joyous awakening for people sometimes. At, at the conclusion of the assessment, I was very pleasantly surprised to hear you say, just a moment. And then you collected all of this data and you had it right then. Absolutely. A uh, couple of pushes of a button and it's printed all out yeah. for us. Uh, all of our um, – everything that we do at, at Meridian is, is, is on our computers. Uh, so we have that future record is always there. We can always look back and see where it was a year ago or five years ago. And it also means it's easy for us to send a report out. And, and just so you know, we always send a report out about our findings to your family doctor or your nurse practitioner so that they have a record of it. I, I sort of always think of family doctors as a sort of a central repository for uh, for information. So uh, there's always a, f- a record there in, in that file of not just your hearing, but, you know, your vision and, and uh, other medical tests that are there. So don't wait if you suspect that you have a hearing problem or don't wait to tell someone you care about that they may may have a hearing problem. However, also, the magic number with you seems to be 55. 55 is a pretty magic number. And part of that comes from just the, st- the statistics. We know that about 50% of people over 60 have a significant hearing loss. So 55 is a great time to start checking. And it's prevention. It's partly prevention, absolutely, because not only can we um, uh, deal with things like telling people about using their hearing protection because often people don't even think about it for things like cutting the grass or using a chainsaw. They'll think, well, I'm just, I'm just using this for five minutes. We want to uh, teach them about the importance of using hearing protection. But also, and, you, and you, this is a really important point, is that fitting with hearing aids and dealing with hearing losses when they're mild actually preserves our hearing uh, so that fitting the hearing loss will allow us to keep hearing better than if we don't fit it. And doesn't that also speak to getting the right hearing aid? getting the right product, being properly taught how to use it, using it on a regular, consistent, daily basis. The biggest mistake that people make with hearing is saying, well, I'll just wear them when I go to church or I'll just wear them when company comes over. If you only wear them for a, you know, an hour each of these little moments and each time you put them on, they seem a bit strange and foreign. If you make them part of your life, they'll be natural. They'll sound normal. Please don't buy a hearing aid like fast food. That's right. Hearing aids are not a fast food device, um, both for getting the right product, making sure that you've, your hearing has been properly assessed. For As I was talking, maybe, you'll, maybe the problem is you've got wax in your ears. We don't want you to be buying a hearing aid for wax. guess I passed the grade, but how soon do you want to see me again? For people with normal hearing in, in our age group, uh, probably five years. If there is some hearing loss present, then either a year or two, depending on what I'm seeing and how quickly I believe that's going to change. But always we tell people, if you notice a change, call us. We'll see you sooner than that plan. And here's that number to call. It's toll-free 1-800-649-0766. That's toll-free for a free complimentary hearing assessment, 1-800-649-0766. We'll look forward to having you back November 25th, same time on AM 980. Perfect. Love to be here. And have a great weekend.